community began to hear and pull together the stories of Jesus during that first century to reflect on a time when God was powerful presence. This is going to be very, very important. Faith grew in strength and love for one another as a community. Faith of a hostile environment. And certainly in the narrative of Mark, in the narrative of Mark, as we go through the story, we know as readers what's coming. Story they don't know just yet, but they're going to be powerful, powerful, encouraging, important faith what's going to come. And I dare say for many of us today, the story of scripture provides similar kinds of courage and strength for our own terms. In fact, this is a powerful tool, a tool of memory personal memory and of collective memory. When we remember, surely, to put back together strong, positive experience from our past or from our community's past, we often try to describe it. We use words to describe the brain of the present and our consciousness, and we draw on its power, on God's power, to give us strength, to find our way through whatever difficulty we're facing, and to help us reach and yet, there are also times when we truly experience God, we need to look to the future and to the unknown, and not to rely on the comfortable images and practices and memories of the past. At the worst, these memories and experiences and practices can evolve into attempts to control God make God appear at our command. In reflecting on this gospel, I was reminded of an experience that taught me just how much we rely on predictable ways of experiencing God. Not that this is wrong, it's just that it's sinister. I'd gone to common people, just a number of years ago, I'd gone to common people, a group of young people from our parish and uh, adult members, to worship on the Boston Common with the congregation. Of and we have made a meal in Parachal the night before, as happened just last weekend. We made meal in Parachal the night before, and we worshiped with the congregation on a freezing cold January, as it was January afternoon. And then we ate with them in that state and took the workout. And afterwards, after worship and lunch, we went inside the Northwest of the Cathedral. There, as we gathered with the executive director of the Cathedral Ministry, let us do some theological reflections on the experience. And one of the questions she asked us was, What did you learn about God here today? As you might imagine, there was silence and um, head scratching, and finally, one of our young people piped up and said, Well, I learned that today that God doesn't have to stay inside the church building. God was out here, outside with us as we worship. Now, like many of us, this young person had come to think that God was only met in a special building 
nursing plant. Metaphorical wilderness time when we have the opportunity to deepen and stretch our faith, perhaps prune it of unnecessary secretions. Maybe open it up and let the spirit flow through it with something new. As we prepare for Lent, maybe we can hold these two ideas in tension and offer them in prayer. First idea, the first prayer is this. Lord, help us to draw on our personal communal memories and experiences of your power to strengthen us, to shore us up, inspire us, help us to look at the past, and also, Lord, help us to expect signs and places beyond food where we might normally see you. Help us to look ahead those places where we might delightfully and gratefully be surprised by your ever-present care and mercy. Pray this in your holy name.
to the departed
is the God of It's by a first-rate uh, contemporary theologian, a study of the meaning of the crucifixion, the meaning of the cross. It's a wonderful book, but it's pretty thick. So, uh, the book is available to you if you're interested in reading the whole book through Amazon. But we will also have a summary article by the same author that uh, will be a part of what we do together. And in each session, we'll have a presentation of the theme of that particular session and then a discussion. So if you're able to read the whole book or have an interest in reading the whole thing, that would be a wonderful Lenten discipline and exercise. You will be rewarded It's a good time. But if you don't have the time, you're still welcome to participate in the discussions and the study, even if you can't come every week. If you would just let Anne Lynch know by Monday afternoon that you'll be coming that Wednesday evening, we'll be sure to have uh, food ready and materials ready.
light to shine in our hearts, to give the knowledge of your glory in the face of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Therefore, we praise you, joining our voices with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, who forever sing this hymn to proclaim the glory of your name.